over here tapping in with KWJT Puget Sound from Space. I'm over here with Corey. You're tapping in with Tavares and sliding with Solana. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I was going dumb crazy. Crazy, crazy, AZ. My apologies. KWJT, what's good? We're back. Another episode. Um, whole lot of love. Thank you for uh, showing love to these past episodes. We're trying to run it up on y'all. Go crazy. 2022 uh and we're having a lot of fun um want to thank the tranquil forest team for always showing out and showing love for us um this one's really fun and exciting so without further ado ski let me introduce this week's guest we got daz up in the building come on this is Sorry, amazing. That was a little nerve wracking, bro. I had to get that right. <laughs> I love the uh, you slow down. It was very like every word matters. Like usually every it's word like matters. The the you can tell the Terramano is still like active in it. So you're like fuck. I can't fuck nothing up. Nah, he's all good. He's all <laughs> solid. How are you today? I'm doing good, man. It's a good Sunday. You know, Sunday's my day. I know. So I love Sundays. Daz ran yeah. uh, all Sundays in the summer. Life, That's all I do. You know? I do nothing on the Because I stay all the time. You know, if it's on Sundays, at least the Lord got my back. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Anything goes wrong, he got my back. So That's it's good week. energy, though. Um, good start to the week or into the week. I yeah. Think about it, but yeah. You you count Sunday as the the first day of the week? Usually. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, you know, just because that's when you, like, get prepped for Monday. True. To, Try to cut everything off by like exactly. five or six. Or so you start on Monday, you're already behind, right? Nice. So it's like you might as well get it popping on Sunday. You know, get ready and get that mind right. Exactly. So I love that. Um, I'm gonna ask a ton of questions. So if you want to open, I will allow you. Like you know, I'll let that room. But I might just start ripping off. Ripping off, brother. <laughs> uh, so. I think it's, like, I want to start with, like, um, I was a fan of you before I knew the plethora of things that you do and, like, how involved in the core community and, like, the industry that we run here. Like, because I came across you as, like, an ETC model. I thought you modeled at first. I didn't I didn't realize the correlation. Yeah. So I was like, oh, who's this dope-ass dude who models for ETC? Like, he, like, never, never not in a fit, like uh, – your uh, internet personality was like really um i would say i want to say player but like that like it was very smooth it reminded me of like a cousin that i don't have or like a you know <laughs> like members. yeah okay. someone that i like would uh i want to be around and get to know so like just that effect and then coming into the um the shop for the first time and like kind of being nervous to like like really be in etc and like experience that that vibe because like at first i'm like first of all this store has been in tacoma for years never knew it it instantly from the internet presence reminded me of uh new york and just that like the essence yeah like that brooklyn like when brooklyn still have fashion stores like that so that just that feeling of just like ahead of like ahead of its time but perfectly in the right place so like when I walked in, I was like, I didn't really want to introduce myself. I was just kind of going to get the vibe. And then you come out from the back. It's like, what's good? Like, you know, what can I get you? Uh, oh, yeah, you need a size. Oh, we don't got a size in that. And it was just like that store presence just came to life for me. And it was just like 
he is as cool as he is on the internet in person. Like it's like, and I like, I felt, I felt like this is something I got to know more about. And like, I uh, ended up coming back in and buying like salon or something. And we actually got to like chop it up. And I like told you I was like doing the podcast and just like we, and you were like, oh yeah, I've seen you like do stuff. And like, I've, you've interviewed the homies. So like just having that rapport and just being able to like, build a friendship and just actually get to know you. I, I wanted to open with that because I like, it's amazing to get to know like you as a human being, a creative and just all these ways uh, that you do. Cause you do a lot that people don't know about or do know about. And it's very inspirational for me personally. I appreciate that. Now we, we go way back. I pressed him like, man, I thought we were friends, but you didn't <laughs> give me on the podcast. Yeah, he's, nah, I got you. I got you. So uh, um, I, I do appreciate you guys' friendship and just your guys' knowledge and energy that you guys just bring to the table on your guys' own platform, but then just the platforms that we um, mesh together in. You know, yeah. so it's always been a good time when we're around the groovy tapes, you know. So much love and support, too. So Absolutely. Excited to be here. Um, so I want to start with um, your love of fashion, because that, for, for, I feel like that's our one of our first expressions. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I want to know how you got so like in like into it, into it and just like because you you have you have style like you know like it, there's certain people who just put things together but like I've seen you match like fits and I'm just like fuck like the like brown is a color I wish I could do I love brown I know and like you kill brown like ev- like dope so I like I want to know where that like experience like able to experience fashion and enjoy and like really play with it came from from you no yeah for sure. Um, <clears throat> for me, um, at least from a streetwear concept, it's hard for sneakers. I'm a sneakerhead by by trade, you mm. know. So, um, you know, I had people that worked at the employee store when I was younger. My grandparents lived in Battleground, Washington, for a time period, so oh, I was no. always in Portland. AAU, we would go that way more than anything. Um, so it really started with shoes, and then I grew up in church too. And my gr- grandfather was very like. Sharp man, you know, sharp yeah. man attack, you know. So um, I think just a mesh of those two things, kind of this, I found my own way of trying to express myself. Yeah. Um, that's why, you know, when you see me in the walking suit, that's <laughs> that's like second nature for me. Yeah. Um, but I like to try to switch it up and make it a little more modern or make it more like, you know, wearables. I like to wear things that people be like, yeah, I would never wear that. Yeah. I, you know, it makes me more excited to try to throw that on and, you know, piece it together. But, um Honestly, it started from kicks, man, and then obviously from shoes, you got to work your way up, you yeah. know, or vice versa, work your way down. So um, for me, it was the, it was the sneakers. Once you had the kicks, you know, back in the day, we just had the five hundred one. So it was about having you know a couple graphic tees here and there, or tight pullover, or jacket. I'm a jacket guy, jean or pants, a fire jacket. It's, now a hat, yeah. you know, but um, but that's everything. That's that's pretty much my go-to. But yeah, my my grandfather was a very dapper man himself, so um, that's where it started for you. Yeah, for me. Um, Do you remember uh, what sneakers you were, you first started hunting and like loving back then? Um, I was a I was a, I'm Team Jordan, so I was always okay. on the Jordans. Um, so like when new Jordans come out, I try to like get old Jordans. So anytime my new pair of ones come out, like. You go yeah, looking back. Old pair. Like I just, I just uh, got my hands on. I had them before, but lost them in transition of moving in place to place, whatever. But uh, just picked up some twenties. 
Ooh. The black cats and then the laser anniversary Jones. Yeah. I was seeing him. He was like, 20s. And it's like, yeah. People forget. People be sleeping on some a couple of J's. You know, I like the, like, real nostalgic ones. You know, 16s. Okay. 17s. You know, well, like, ones are, of course, the the ones. Nah, but, but I feel like if you go past. Exactly. If you, you go know. past 13, like, you you have a. You, one, you know how to dress. Because a lot of those shoes, you got to know how to, like. Piece them together. Yeah, how that really fits on, like, yeah. something. So. To do this, like, the 16s and the 17s, like, those are really, like, Even sharp the 15s. angles. Yeah, the 15s ain't easy to, you know. Drip out. Uh, yeah, the Carolina uh, Carolina blue and white ones, probably my favorite ones. Mm. But, yeah, I just. You know, I love that color with it and shoe. Yeah, um, but no particular J. I'll just, you know, whatever ones. that Obviously, the 11s were a big thing back in the day. Um, I'm a Carolina fan, so any colorway in baby blue, I'm hunting for. So, like, okay. one of my favorite, one of my, like, prize one of my gems that I have are my Alpha ones. Ooh. You remember the Alpha and Omega package? Yeah. It's like, yeah, the Carolina ones are tight, but you got the last shot on the side. You, you know? Like, those are kind of going crazy. So I got my hands on those. Um, there was a time where the mid-Js were going crazy. I don't yeah. rock with the new mid-Js, but back in the day, they had, like, the Barons, white and black, Father's Days. Um, they had the, the gray with the royal blue laces in them. Yep. Um, the military ones. Um, there's, yeah. a hand, there's a handful of them back in. The, I just like. I just like nostalgia. I, I really like shoes people. that were actually worn in a pop, like popular part or of style. Or just like a, was the time. You mm. know, like I remember when the low top, like when off white twos came out. I was just thinking back about the Carolina one, the Carolina low top twos. That yeah, was like so slept on. You know. Did you? Uh, were you able to find like go back and like find them? Uh, Not as of recently. I wear a size twelve, so it's hard to find my size yeah. and a lot of stuff. But um, team I thirteen, mean, I already know. I, I I love just like especially player shoes too. If I could find the fire player shoes, Melo was killing the game back in the day. I got a pair of eighteen point fives, so just like you know, I just like classic. Yeah, you know, you see him, you just like. I remember, you can't, like, you can't you, be mad at those, exactly. You, know, like, you remember when they were a moment. Oh, for sure. When the Mellow Twos came out and the whole nine. So just like those, those are just you yeah. know, I just rock with the history of Jordan. So I yeah. like to pick pieces that are like really like the candy package twos. Man, do you think? Uh, do did you get any storytelling or being able to like? invest in like I love I love Jordan but I love the story that they tell around their sneakers and be able to put that into like products yourself or did that come separately in like life that was that was probably like further down the down the road my mom had a shoe business so I was just fascinated by shoes okay you know so the story and everything else that came with it I think you know high school and beyond is where I like start to really lock in and be like okay there's a whole you know thing that goes behind it you know so yeah. Um, but outside of that, just, you know, pretty casual with the kick, you know. Uh, what's the craziest uh, shoe line you've ever been in? Were you, like, were you, uh, did you cook the line? Was was Daz in, like, 16 deep in the front just, like, chilling? Or did you have, like, uh, you and the homie just went with a plan? Like, we don't be four, we don't kick it. Honestly, there was a time where I didn't. Didn't have to go in the line because I would just find somebody that has it. Yeah. And then I was just, you know, work my magic, for, you know, get a dad's deal um, there. One pair of shoes I do remember, I used to live by the mall, so one pair of shoes I do remember standing in line for were the um, Fire Red 5s. 
Yeah, that's just worth the, it. The classic, the classic fives. Um, I remember standing in line for those. Those were a good one to stand in line for. Uh, what was one of like uh, the Toro fives? I had a kid um, when we were in like middle middle school who got them the, like either the day before or something like that. Came in like. Uh, with a f- all red fit on, this is when you could pull off all red fits. Uh, and the only thing, uh, his shoes were like the Toros in black and red. And then I just remember everyone just like, ro- it, the shoes were fired, but they roasted the fit because you're just like, it was yeah. basketball shorts, like a 3XT. He was like, it, 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 was, was, a, that it was that time. Yeah. But the fives were clean. So, like, yeah, he, clean. you can't, you couldn't really fault them on it. They're hard to wear nowadays because the tongue on them are so crazy. Yeah. You have to have the right pair. Yeah. You got to have the right pair of trousers just to make sure they sit right on the kicks. But, um, yeah, that's the only reason I don't like really busted, bust down the fives now. But before they were really going crazy, honestly. Uh, the, they're definitely like an oversized pant shoe. For sure, yeah. yeah. Cargos. Definitely sure. a cargo shoe. Yeah, but they go crazy with the cargo, so I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I see you look. I I see it. It's like it's like telepathic. You can't go too long without a hand clap. I can't. I'd be itching for it. I'd be like, oh, the, don't don't make here. that sound in my they're ear, here. bro. Oh, sorry, sorry, bro. <laughs> no, nah, that's funny though. What about you? What was your favorite? Uh, in your favorite pair of kicks? I'm a fours guy. Um, any any type of fours. So like, my I didn't. I've always loved. So I grew up. My dad bought every Jordan every week. So that that was my whole childhood until I moved to Washington, and then it was just me and mom. So like, you got a pair of sneakers. You got Chucks to wear to school, and you might have. I might have gotten a pair of Jordans or like a hoop For sneaker. Sure. Yeah. So um. For a while, I did, I fell out of love with sneakers. So like up until really our junior year, sophomore junior year when I started like working, I didn't really like covet sneakers. So when I got back into it, my first pair, we were we were doing um, Air Max nineties and like we were because we were wearing bucket hats and like Hawaiian t shirts. So like the Air Max ninety fits that fit perfectly. Yeah. So that's really what we were on. And then the uh, Raptor sevens were me mm-hmm. actually getting back into like buying sneakers and, like, loving Jordans and just, like, figuring it out. And then I ended up trading Tavares for him for a bong at the time. Um, and then we both – they both, like – It was the – it was – let's put it this way. It was a trade that was not meant to happen it was in so the universe. Stupid. And both was taken away <laughs> from, from both of us. Yeah. So, yeah, my bong ended up breaking that week, and I bought it for – I traded him for it because we were doing, like, stupid, like, little high school high shit and, like – one of the homies slammed the other homie on top of the bong, and it just, like, broke in half. Damn. They were going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all my bad, bro. And then... Uh, never bought a new one, though. Never... No, nah, it was... It I traded bad the, if you don't get another one. You know, the I traded the sevens for them. It was just like, yeah, I get oh, to see my... That was like yeah. $300 bong. Yeah, it was like, I get to see my boy in the... Like, we get to, like... We both get enjoyment out of this, like, trade, because, like... You know, I needed a bong at the time, and then Tavares was like, I really like them sevens. You know, I just got this bong. What we finna do? And I was like, that's that's an easy trade because at least I get to – I've worn them. Now the homie gets to enjoy them. Everybody eats off of them. Funny story. We had like a pound. What were we doing? I don't know. It's, it's being young and dumb and spending all your money on weed instead of sneakers. That's – I look back at life, I'm just like, I could have bought – I could. my sneaker collection would be crazy if I just didn't buy a zip a week. 
at four, 14, 15. I can 15. Go back and uh, stop myself from selling my, my sneakers. Oh, Tavares had the yeah. dumb collection yeah. that he was just like, man, like, I don't want none of these. I don't need none of these. Shoes are, shoes, shoes are just materials. Nah, man. I'll get them back. If whatever size shoe you've like worn for the last 10 years, if you could have kept all those shoes from then to now, it's just like great collection, honestly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy sneakers out. today. Yeah, I wouldn't have to. Unless it's collaboration, supporting the homies or whatever the vibe is. But yeah. And that's what I'm trying to get to now. Just like, yeah, I wear the same shoes. Like, I, give me some ones, some some SPs, some, some New Balances. New Balances been, been my way for a little bit. No, nah, I just, I got, um, I, I, I've i only, like, I, I never really fuck with New Balances. I got, the Bricks and Woods were probably my first, like, Getting back into balances, yeah. yeah, just cause uh, one the the story behind it I fuck with, but the the box was just so crazy. I was like, crazy. I need these. I know nothing about the brand. I have, I have no like correlation, but like the amount of detail that went into the sneaker, I was like, that that's a flawless in and of itself. So like, my goal has been to like start buying black collaborations a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I just got like the denim tears. Okay. I'm trying to get the I got the red joints. I'm trying to get the white joints. I'm trying to get the Joe Fresh goods. I got my hands on the uh, the Pattis. Ooh. Don't, don't sleep on the Pattis. Those are cold. I'm I'm trying to go back because like certain Pattis be like hella cheap because like no one no one knew the collaboration. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously the SBs and like anything anything that's really like focused and they really like marketed heavily or is like the times is. Is out of here. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like Pattis to get obscure again, but I don't think it's gonna happen because they're they're in a resurgence of a boom and like sure. everyone's refining that this this ten year old brand. And I don't know if people know if it's black owned either. I didn't know that until um, I think I saw Umi tweeting about yeah, it. He was like, "Oh, this is one of my favorite black. They they're a leader in like a black owned brand." I was like, "That makes it like it makes a lot of sense with the like the colors and like a lot of the." Um, Inspiration the itself, yeah. You know, we had the fist on there on the shoe, um, whatever you call it, the shoe paper. Yeah, yeah. I just never, I and it never correlate because I'd never see like there's no. I just see the the clothes. I've yeah. never seen like um, a face or just like their their marketing uh, kind of speaks for itself and it, like the clothes kind of sell on their own. And I don't, I never feel like I'm. Um, I, I guess for me, I've never did the research because like the brand was just so strong. I didn't. I never needed you didn't, to. Didn't feel like you needed to. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to get into talking about how you've curated um, your own brand with uh, throwing parties and being able to run um, watermelon Sundays and R and B Sundays and just creating um, a vibe um, through your own expression of just put bringing people together and just music like we're. What inspired that, like, that business structure and just, like, doing that on your, like, taking something fun that you probably were doing by yourself or yeah. with the homies and, like, taking it into a more, like, a business structure and now where it is today? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was, I, I've been at the shop since high school. Um, and then I left and went to uh, Langston University, which is a HBCU in Oklahoma. It's technically the furthest west HBCU um, in the ni- United States. So, um, me being from Tacoma, I mean, anywhere you go, you'd be like, yeah, I'm from Washington. They'd be like, oh, D.C.? It's like, yeah, we just said <laughs> D.C. We're not to break it down, like SeaTac, Sonics, you know, yeah. Seahawks, whatever. You know, the Seahawks were booming at that time when I was in, in, when I was in college. So yeah. 
Um, it was an easier way to be like, yeah, I'm 30 minutes south of the Seahawks, you know. But um, when I went to school out in Oklahoma, um, I ended up joining the um, student activity board, um, which was in charge of pretty much making the school active outside of academics. Oh, fire. You know, so um, it was really cool because, um, one, it was an easy way for me to kind of just, like, find my place in Oklahoma. Because you know? yeah. I went out there repping ETC, too, so they were just like, yo, what is this? But now it's just... Now for them to see where has where it has gone yeah. since I went to school there and people that still follow me in the whole nine, um, it's just been a cool experience. But uh, joined the activities board out there. Um, I was a part of the community service committee and the entertainment. So homecomings, parent uh, welcome back week, um, parents week, spring spring fest, all you. that stuff. We um, I was a part of an organization for the school that put it together. So I got to kind of do it from a uh, structure standpoint, yeah, and then um, there was an organization outside of that org that I joined called Rare Opportunity, which um, a core of my friends are all from. Um, the people that were in that org also were the ones in charge of SAB. Uh. So what we did pretty much was we did all the stuff for the school, but we would throw all the after parties for whatever was going on for Welcome yeah. Back again. So we just kind of like double dipping for the most part. Um, and we I, I've done some of my craziest parties in college um, with those guys. Um, we were all from different places, Texas, Pasadena, uh, Denver, Colorado, yeah. um, Louisiana. Oh, that's a good collection. It was just, yeah, it was just like people that come from cooler places than Oklahoma yeah. trying to make something cool in Oklahoma, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, we, we threw parties out there. Cream was one of our um, more popular events that we did. Um, always did the homecoming after party, yeah. things like that. Um, and then for ETC's two-year anniversary, we flew out to Los Angeles to do a pop-up at the 100 store. Fire. Um, that's where... I really got the true essence of how to intertwine doing events and like bringing that same energy with the store at the same time. You know, yeah. um, Five was out there doing this thing, five day grilling, have the vu, yeah. people smoking out there, good vibes, good energy. Umi used to do the same thing when he was back on the block. So, um, granted, those are two different blocks compared to where ETC is yeah. and where the hundreds were, is or was. Um, but I, I knew if I can kind of like mesh the two together that it would help my position at the job and it yeah. would help the city in a way. And then I was coming back home once I turned 21 um, and they were just like, yeah, uh, I'm, you know, child, go out and get popping and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got to go to Seattle. And it's like, yeah, I've been gone for like five months. <laughs> and the first thing I'm not trying or the first thing I'm not going to do is just go to Seattle because there's nothing really going on. We got to. I, I tell people Tacoma's like a college town low-key without like a super big college. You know, like Puget Sound is a big college, but I'm talking yeah. about like D1 major school, yeah. you know. So just like we have a lot of cool bars, good mom-and-pop food. Yeah. And and some nice houses and views and no, things yeah, like it's that, lit. you know. So, you know, when you go to Seattle, that's when you're looking to like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to go club hopping and all that. You don't do that in Tacoma. We don't do clubs in Tacoma, you know. So, nah. um I just seen there was a void there, and there was nobody in our age bracket. You know, the homies used to 
uh, Tina and I don't know if she talked about it on the podcast, but Tina and her uh, friends back in the day used to throw parties in high school and stuff. Um, Jock and all them guys. Oh, shit. Yeah, they used to take over the the uh, skating rink and throw parties back in the day and the People Center on the hilltop. So, oh, that's fucking major. Uh, we were going to that. Because a lot of people are like, man, you've been throwing parties forever, and I haven't. I literally started in college. Like, I threw birthday parties. Yeah. And I have pretty good <laughs> birthday parties, but outside of that, I never, like, was a party guy, you yeah. know, or anything of that nature. I just seen a void. I knew I could fill it. I knew the skill sets to fill it, and yeah. I think I just had the right pieces and, uh, you know, solid enough name to where, like, I could trust. I could see what it's about, yeah. you know. Um, so, that's yeah, I, that's how – uh, watermelon Sunday started. Yeah. Um, I came back one summertime. That was, you know, that's my school break, and I was just like, yeah, we need something in the summertime, and we did day parties out there and stuff in the whole night, so I was yeah. like, we really don't have a day party in Tacoma. Like, I literally asked. I, I sat on Watermelon Sunday for probably a, a year and a half, two years before actually coming back and doing it, wow. just to be like, let me see if somebody else does something, you know, because you have an idea, then... Someone else Somebody's doesn't. like, man, you're already doing my thing. I was already <laughs> doing that, you know. And I think 95 slide just stopped Yeah, around that time, too. I think um, Lemonade started to be more bustling at that point in time. And I don't know if anything else was happening um, prior to that. But I was just like, yo, you're trying to get day drunk. Drive to Seattle is not the move, you know. So Facts, you got to uh, come home. And there's just a there's just a there's just a, a certain essence about Tacoma. You know, if you're in the right party at the right time, you're gonna get the best out of Tacoma. Now there's some places you can go and wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. And you have a you know bitter taste about it, but I, I believe in um, the community that we have and the one that I grew up in and just know yeah. to know that I could produce a solid party. So the first one was in my mom's cabana at the Apex. Um, were you there, Kyle, at that one? No? Okay. Uh, yeah, the the Apex was the first one. We, we brought out, like, 100 and, like, 100-plus people that's for good the first for one. You know, that's I good for the like, first one. Yeah, it's in the cabana. It's nowhere near to where it has grown to. Um, so from there, I just knew that I had something. Giving out Spike Watermelon was a signature. Yeah. Um, watermelon Sunday is a... Does have correlation to uh, Dom. Obviously, when you think of Dom Kenny, you just think of summer music and just good yeah. vibes. So it's like, okay, Watermelon Sunday, just like it fit that that fitting, you know, that fitting puzzle piece. And then um, I actually wanted to really change the narrative on how black people are perceived on like liking watermelon and yeah. things of that nature. So when I talked to my mentor about doing the event way back when, he's like, "How are you gonna change people's perception on that?" I was just going to, you know, making it more of a community people's party. Yeah. I think that narrative has slowly but surely changed. You know, I can't change it for the whole world, but just for my community. Exactly. We, I, you don't hear that often. Like, oh, black people love watermelon. It's like, man, watermelon Sunday, that's only yeah. watermelon I know. Exactly. You know? So just changing the narrative on that, too, was super important for me um, in a cool, like, seamless way without having yeah. to, like, boast about it. Like, you know, it's a people's party, but definitely catered to the culture. Yeah. You know, so everybody's welcome, but you're going to see a lot of black people. Yeah. There. That's just what it's, it is. It's a vibe. So. Uh, I got to. I have to. That was a that was an amazing uh, start to finish. And you're a, you have a deep party career. 
Yeah, and, I've been and at it for some time now. I've traveled across the world a little bit to at least the United States and done some uh, events with other people. So it's it's a blessing to even. How was it uh, to bring it to Dallas? Oh man, that was that was a long time coming. I've been I've been waiting on trying to uh, take it on a tour, but you know with COVID and everything. Um, so when I graduated college and came back home for full time, my yeah. goal was to have watermelon at a point to where it can pretty much run on its own legs yeah. and then start other events throughout the year. So I wanted to do something at least once a quarter. Um, obviously, COVID hit, yeah. So that slowed it down uh, dramatically because I was going to do the other events throughout the year, one watermelon sitting in the town, and then, like, take it on the road. Yeah. Um, and that was honestly just to get people to come back to Washington. Um, That's fire. No watermelon Sunday will be better than the one in Washington. So, like, Dallas was popping. Yeah. Uh, there's a few people from Washington that – it was a very strategic move. So there's people that already moved from Washington to Dallas that knew about Watermelon Sunday. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of friends. So Dallas is the closest state um, to Oklahoma. So okay, that was the closest state. I have family and friends that I didn't yeah. have nobody in Oklahoma. So I would drive to um, drive to Dallas often. So I have people out there. Um, Dallas don't care about. <laughs> what's going on either they're their own state you know yeah. so the energy was just always high and they support you know like just black people doing stuff honestly you know not saying washington doesn't but there's a there's a bigger market out there for it to where it's like it just all made sense my yeah. boy worked for the radio station so he was the host um oh fire and then it's a place that i think people from washington would be like oh yeah i'll go there yep you know if i i think you talked about new york once or twice and it's like yo if i throw a watermelon Sunday in new york like how many people are going to really pull up though it's, that's a whole, that's a flight. That's a flight, that's but a it's flight. it's amazing. That the the energy. I feel like the New York energy will be reciprocated. Oh, for sure, and really match. That's the cool thing about Watermelon Sunday. It's not. It was born in Washington, but it's not a Washington event. Yeah. If there was people when they when I moved it to the freight house, there were people that were recording it on like Snapchat and Instagram, and was getting responses back like, "Dang, where you at? Like DC, Florida? And, like there's." Nobody said Tacoma, and nobody was thinking it. And that's the best part about Watermelon Sunday. When you see it from the outside looking in, you don't know where it's from. Yeah, It's just a good vibe. And that's why I knew it was transferable to any other state I went to. As long as I can bring the Spike Watermelon, I don't care about That's yeah. the one thing. I won't. There's venues that have reached out to me like, hey, we would like you to you know, throw Watermelon Sunday here. It's like, can I serve Spike Watermelon? I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah I can't do it. Sorry, boss. It's, 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 the it's the, There's people that don't eat watermelon, but will – Pull up and get the spike watermelon. It's like who doesn't like you know fruit alcohol. Fruit. Who don't like free stuff? It's, <laughs> like, it's better than Jello shots. I feel like True. Jello shots are just like dated, yeah. you know, unless you're just a wild, a wild, wild person, you know. <laughs> but um, very much dated to where it's like you know you get a slice of soaked watermelon, and I mean that's really some college vibes that I was really adding on to that. Like we. That was, that yeah, was that's like co- that's like the punch. You yeah, know, so jungle punch. juice. Exactly. So. Um, just bring that same energy and essence and, you know, um, I'm the type of person where I don't like to be out and not have nothing in my hand. I feel like I don't want to get a drink instantly or wait in the line instantly. It's like, you know, I walk right in, boom, got a watermelon slice. Might just get two just so I can, you know. Double fist. Exactly. So. Always uh, have something. But yeah, Dallas was, Dallas was loved though, man. I, I was really glad that people that never been to Dallas, that was their first experience, um, for Dallas to be a popping state, they're doing stuff, something 
all day, every day in Dallas. I mean, it's lit on a Monday through Friday um, out there. Um, so for them, people to be out there to like really be like, okay, this is different, but this is a different that we like though. Yeah, you know, because it's really about food, drinks, fun, and games. And you know, like it's not a party if the homies can't smoke. So I always try to make sure it's you know You're smoke friendly. It. You know, so it's just like all those elements to a party that you don't get often. I mean, we had a snow cone truck out there. We had a, a food truck out there too. So just being able to do all that in the in the pandemic was just a dream come true in general. That's amazing. Um, so looking forward to taking it to more places. But honestly, it's just a it's just like leverage to get people to be like, okay, I know where Washington's at now. Yeah, you know, because if I had a list, Washington would still be there because I need people to be like, oh, I know Los Angeles, I know Texas. If I'm in Washington, like I need them to be curious about it, and be like. Dang, why is it like in Tacoma, Washington? Yeah. And then when they get here, it's like, oh yeah, it's I see why. this is why. This is you why. know, so um, yeah, I, I stand behind. We have some of the best summers out here, you know. True, so. but we have the uh, spring through summer. It will change your life here. It'll make you think. It'll make you confuse what like rain is and like why people always yeah. say it rains here. I feel like, I feel like if you come to Washington in spring or summer. And specifically, if you come to Pierce or King County in those times of the year, you'll find so many. Like, that's when uh, I feel like black people are the most outside and we're doing, we're interacting with the city the most during the spring and summer. So I feel like you can come here, fall in love, find so many people and just so many reasons to stay. And then as soon as that, like, October, September hits, you understand why we, like, we we thug it out through through the weathers because, like, that spring, once that spring air hits you, it's nothing. Yeah, it's fresh air. You know, you can't you can't beat it. Nothing. You know? And it's like that's one thing I think was super important for me about Watermelon Sunday. I I won't say I despise indoor day parties, but that's a brunch to me. Right? <laughs> Let's keep it a bug. Yeah. It's a brunch with no food, right? If it's a day party, it has to be outside. It has to be outside. And I think that's one thing me leaving home and coming back, realizing that's what people don't appreciate the most about Washington is being outside. So it's like I have to throw a watermelon Sunday on a rooftop outside. I need that fresh air. And then, you know, there's just a lot of other things now that we're in COVID that people don't care about when they're outside. But when you're indoors, you know, it's like, okay, I'm worried about – all four corners of the wall. Exactly. Like, I'm on the rooftop. You know, I'm just worried about not falling off. Exactly. Uh, I'm you know, a, so. I can get my fresh air if I need to. I'll exactly. back up if I got to. Like, yeah, you know, so stay in my own little that's, zone. That's been very important just to really embrace the outdoors. And I love the scenery that we've had for the most part um, for Watermelon Sunday and the R&B event just because you really get to see the city from an angle that was like, dang, I didn't even know this was up here. I've been here my whole life. You exactly. Know, like, so, yeah, it's just been a vibe. I think your event was the first time I was in alma mater for real, for real, on the roof. Oh, damn, really? That yeah. Was, uh, yeah, that, that's recent, too. And I, It's funny, people was like, uh, why don't you do stuff at night? I did all my night stuff in college, so I just don't want to do nothing it's at night. It's a perfect time. And yeah, I want to go home. Were, like, yeah, I love, sure. I gotta I go love work this. the next day. Exactly. It's like, yo, we're either having a daytime party, or if I ever throw an event that's not during the day, it's only going to be R&B. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting too old for, you know, <laughs> like, I'll go turn up and we'll finito yeah. party up, but just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still out of here. Yeah, I'm doing some smooth stuff. So R&B on the late nights, or we're just going to keep it all daytime vibes. And plus, I believe in this theory that, you know, a lot of stuff be popping off at night. Yep. 
And when it's dark and you're intoxicated, don't nobody see what happened. Everybody's just running. Then the person that put the event together is the bl- person that gets the blame. Exactly. When somebody's doing some weird stuff at an R&B party or during the day, you're just, like, pointing at that person like, yo, like, it was, it was him the whole time. <laughs> you know, like, it's 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 yeah. not put on the, the creator at that point because that's a, a real reason why a lot of events don't even aren't curated anymore i think is because like the people that put all the time to put it together and then some knucklehead or whoever just ruins it yeah they're not blaming that person they're blaming the person that puts it together and that's exactly. a, that's a burden that nobody wants to deal with um so i'm just thankful that um majority and all of the events that we've done have been safe and yeah. i just have it in broad daylight so somebody can point them out you know like point them out get them out exactly you know, and then we'll keep the party going there's no pointing out nobody at the at the club right no. now, it's like, yo, I'm out. I'm drunk. I don't know who. Yeah, it might have been all three Exactly. Days. You know, so it's like, you're doing something weird at an R&B party. You might just don't need to be outside. <laughs> Facts. And then during the day, you know, anything can happen broad daylight. But just like, at least you, you got eyes see on it. Exactly. Yeah, you so. can be more aware of your surroundings if you're yeah, aware so of your surroundings. I, I try not to do uh, nighttime events. There will be a nighttime event this year for Watermelon Sunday after party. But outside of that... Nothing, nothing major. Keeping love, it cashy. I love that. Keeping it cashy. Did you guys enjoy the R&B party? Yes. Yes. Can we give a motherfucking hand clap <laughs> yeah. for all that? Of course. Uh, I think it's just important. It's it's amazing to uh, put this on the platform and really let people know that you create a safe space um, for uh, a lot of people in the town and that safe space to be able to just like let go of the worries, hang hang out. The vibes are immaculate. Um, it's amazing. I had a great time both times. I was there for part one and part two. Man, that's what's up. Oh yeah, I was. Um, it's because it was so smooth. Like the like when because we walked in and I was like I saw a bunch of aunties mm-hmm. and I was like oh this is gonna be a good like I was underdressed. Cause I, I came in like a hoodie and like some cargos and I was mm-hmm. like oh it's like it's smooth <laughs> in here like. And then, like, more and more people just started uh, coming in. And that was, like, the first time. That was the first time in a while I was just, like, I seen more black people dancing and having fun. And, like, no, it was it was very seamless. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, like, genuinely, like, oh, this is a great time. Like, I was, like, taking photos. And I was just, like, I was able to be in the environment and just, like, seeing – song after song after song and like have a memory of my mom singing it or like the homies mom singing it and just like being like a I don't know it, it reminded me of like why summers here are amazing it's just like it's, it's that nostalgia man that's so yeah. I have to sell one thing I'm going to sell nostalgia because that's what people can relate to you know like there's three things recognition relatability and reputation or repping something you know so if you have yeah. those three R's in, some, in whatever you do you know, people are going to just follow, you know, because they'll rep it if they recognize it, you know. So just like, you know, that's what it's about. Nostalgia, man. It makes you feel good. Saturday morning cleanups or, you know, late nights at the skating rink. That, just that feeling. Just of, that feeling, yeah. So um, I wanted to add, uh, we didn't really, we kind of blew past it because I wanted to talk about uh, your party throwing, but how did you get involved with uh, ETC because, like, I know being from Tacoma, you probably, like, saw Umi and, and stuff and, like, P and stuff, but how did that relationship really foster? Um, so I started my own brand in middle school. 
Uh, my mom had a business, so I was always around her. She did, like, shoe parties. I got to always give props to moms because she's the one that set the platform for me. So, you know, candle parties where women have candles come set up at somebody's house, and then they just pretty much buy candles. My yeah. mom took that concept, but with women's shoes. Fire. Um, so I was, you know, raise, uh, her raising me as a single mom at the moment. I was always just helping her, so I would just lug all the shoes. But then I just see this, all these women just here to spend money. So I started my clothing brand um, called Tag Your It, and Tag stands for Talented and Gifted. So it was really about just passing on our talents and gifts to the next person with a T-shirt. Yeah. Um, I started that in middle school. I did that for a while. I was doing, like, church flips. I had, like, the Jesus is a lifesaver with the lifesaver on there and stuff like that. Oh, that's fine. Um, just because I knew my market at the moment. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a young kid that started a business, and I grew up in the church. Okay, these are my these are my people that I can sell to for the most part. Once I got to high school, I realized that my market changed. Yeah. Um, I played basketball majority of my life, so I know a lot of hoopers. Um, and I used to work at the AAU tournaments um, at the Salvation Army. And I used to sell all of the championship shirts or just the, like, tournament shirts and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so I went from, like, running the T-shirts to, like, just being a really good salesman. At that point, I was selling snacks in school, fundraisers on the basketball team. Did that, you know, like, how Riley was on <laughs> on the Boondocks yeah. fundraiser. Like, that was really that was me. You. I was really getting to it. Um, people were selling snacks out the locker. I, that was really me. So I didn't meet Umi until the commencement of the actual store. So P was my assistant basketball coach. Oh, fire. So I was just like, I sell stuff. Yeah. You're not here on the regular. Like, you don't even want to be in the high school outside of practice, right? So give me all the stuff that you got, and I'll sell it to all the homies. Like, I was just eager. I've done many, many jobs from, like, World Venture to – Man, I tried them all, you know. <laughs> I was a paper boy, too. I used to work for the News Tribune, so I was just, you know, I was really a go-getter. Yeah. Um, so um, he was like, for show. There was a, a pop. He gave me some merchandise to uh, jug off, and then um, there were two or three pop-ups that I did, one of them being at Gallery of, Gallery of Ambition, which is uh, Neon Dion. Um, old spot that he he was the first person to carry ETC, so we did pop ups in there. Um, so that's how I met Dion. Me and him got a project coming up. We'll talk about that later. But um, I just I just I just stayed around. I just showed eagerness of one to learn. Yeah. Um, I knew I was smarter because it's like yo, P and them are older than everybody in high school. That means the older people in high school are looking up to what they wear and what they got, and I'm the young dude with it. Yeah. So now, I'm, you know, I just hit Naturally, the, I yeah, it. just back on top on it. So it's just like uh, it just happened to work out, man. I just that was like early 2000. That was like late 2012. That was like my junior going to my senior year. Um, I was pushing the shirts the whole nine. And then um, when they decided to open up a store, they let me know. And I was like. I'm in there. Yeah, you don't have to say nothing. Yeah, I'm yeah, in there. Like, I was in there from the first sale, you know. <laughs> so, because um, that was their whole thing, you know. Like, and that's when I met Umi when, the, when we were first like putting the store together and building it out and stuff. Um, I actually got a picture of us in the old shop, just us three, um, that I keep as a keepsake, just because you know that was just a moment in time for me. Now, as time has gone, 
me and Umi have gotten closer based off of like him being a real store boy, yeah. you know, like or a store guy. He was like really a block boy, you know. So just kind of picking his brain, um, we we became closer. P's always gonna be my guy. I mean, he's the one that brought me into it, you know. Yeah. Um, so the 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 relationships have like equaled out now to where it's like you know, I just haven't left, and then I left for school, um, when the, a little bit after the store opened, and um. I just did sales and marketing from a distance, and then when I came back home, I would be in the shop. That's fine. I just, I just never left. They couldn't get rid of me, so I just been here ever since. And it's funny that you said something about the modeling, because I would never went into it to obviously be a model. I'm here to, I'm here for the sales. Yeah. Um, but people like to see the merchandise on people. So yeah. it's like, we need, if we just got something in late or just got something in quick and trying to set up a time for a model and all that stuff just doesn't always work out like you wanted to. And yeah. it's like, bro, throw it on me. I'll sell it. You <laughs> exactly. know, like, I'll take this picture. If that's going to bring in sales, like they'll throw the, the garments on me and I just haven't stopped. I've slowly but surely transitioned out of no, I've seen modeling that. because people were like, oh, you model for ETC. <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, and it, it makes it a lot easier because if you see me on the streets, I'm going to use that as a, not as a sales tactic, but it just makes it an easier conversation for me to be, because if you're a model, you're not telling people like, oh, yeah, go, like, go down to the shop. It's like, oh, yeah, I model for them guys. Yeah. You know, and kind of like, you'll either push modeling or you'll just acknowledge that and like keep it moving. But I yeah. use it as a way to be like, oh, yeah, I'm down at the shop. And when people come to the shop, it makes it very relatable because it's like, oh, I seen his face, so I feel exactly. like he's a person I should be talking to. So it is all kind of helped. Synergy. In, exactly. So um, yeah, I don't necessarily be asking the model, but it's just like <laughs> you gotta get her done. Exactly. You know? So whatever gets the job done, I'm 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 there for. You know. That's uh that's beautiful. I feel like uh, I've re- like what I didn't really know. What I feel like I really got to know through like just having this discussion. Uh, that your your understanding of marketing and just business structure is like amazing. Just because how you broke down, uh, just the ranking of you as a kid to know like I have it all and you want it. I'm I'm already three steps ahead of you, so you're gonna you're gonna hit me before you're gonna hit them because you think this age thing is gonna yeah. stop it. But I'm gonna get my jig off. So yeah, I sure. I love that like uh, through it all you've had this just like all like business front runner CEO, like head chairman, like mentality through it all. You got to. Um, and I feel like it shows a lot through like what you're able to achieve and what you've been uh, successful in to, to this day. It's very uh, formulaic and it's very, uh, as much as it's telling a story, like I feel like the business matches it a hundred percent. And you can see it how like I've just been able to just, even in the year of just uh, watching you, launch a new brand and just seeing that be able to like grow uh to what it is today and to what i know it will be in the future it, it tells it it tells it right there because like um it's so seamless um a lot of people would assume that i'm the owner yes and, and i'm not i thought it i thought of it i'm executive you know <laughs> i'm not the, i'm not a, i'm not the owner you know but i was there from the very very beginning so i moved like an owner yeah and um that's why i like tell the students that i work with or the people that ask me questions like you don't have to you don't have to have the title of a boss and move like one you know if you move like one things are just going to fall and fall in suit like exactly. it's supposed to you know um because i i'm even if you go on my social media, it does not say owner. No, it I it says brand manager. Yeah, I had to you do know, the so research. Like, 
I was like, Perception oh no, it doesn't key, say that. You know? it's like, so just like I just, you know, I know what happens top to bottom is like I'm the third man, you know. Yeah. Like, you understand the just, front and yeah. back end. Yeah. So. You know, I think that's very important. And it helps to, like, it shows even in the ETC business that there's, like, the first person you meet before you get to know anyone else that yeah. does anything here, the, the person you got to meet is Daz. Like, yeah. to get that approval, to like, I was uh, talking to Umi about introducing them to somebody, and he was like, yeah, just, if Daz give him the okay, yeah, he'll make it, <laughs> yeah, he'll, they'll sure. make it up the ladder. They'll eventually yeah, see us. Sure. But, like, Daz got to give that okay to, like, even get to, like, I, I would say that that inner flow, that family starts yeah. with the person you meet first, and like nine times out of ten, it'll be Daz. Some most of the time, some people don't know what to ask. Yeah, and you know that could be time consuming, which is chill. You know, like I'm at the shop all the time, so like yeah, we can. I tell people all the time, just pull up and talk. Yeah, you know, uh, if you pulled up on me and we chopped it up, you know, but it's just like, you know, my whole job is to help push them out, you know, for the most part, so they don't have to necessarily be there the whole time. So. Um, I've been around long enough, you know, I was, I was an intern for three and a half, four years. And then I became a full-time employee there. Um, so just being able to do this for a lifestyle and what pays my bills is a blessing, you know, like. That's amazing. I gotta, I gotta give another one. I have to. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of, man. I wish, I wish you guys were around for nine hundred seven. Nine hundred seven was was good years, man. Really, really good years, man. It looked legendary. It looked. It, oh, absolutely. I mean, we brought Dom out for our uh, our uh, grand opening. Um, open mics are legendary there. Um, listening parties that um, were had there. Um, Pop ups. I mean, bricks and wood was sold. First at ETC, we were their first storefront that they sold yeah. merchandise in. So just to even see from that jump to like where Casey is now, you know, just there's it's a lot of history that I'm just super blessed to be a part of and um, attached to a lot of people in the community to where like if they've been following me, then it's just like, man, you've been doing it for a long time. I'm just glad that people get to just see, you know, people chasing their passion at the yeah. end of the day, you know, cause See the growth and it actually yeah. manifests into like real things. Because it's a real beautiful thing, man. So I just push people to go for their passion. You know, I love that. Uh, can we, is this a perfect segue? Uh, I've you've been like mute, so I'm gonna let you introduce Kyle. So you get some talking time. Who did he told you to talk oh. more? <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> the only reason why this episode I'm super super mute. Is because this is the one of the most beautiful conversations I could have ever been a part of. So, yeah, I can, uh, you know, have our uh, brother come through. I did. Uh, we did want to uh, ask y'all how uh, ATB came about. Yeah, for sure. And and the origins. So, um, we're gonna do a slight little shuffle in for a drop second. Drop the drop the chair in as as you may please. Thank you, team. And then pick up the. Yeah, it's only pick right to have Mizike. my guy. He needs this one right here. Yeah, yeah pick up the Mizaik. There we go. And, uh, what does he sound? Oh. Mic check, mic oh, check. perfect. Oh, yes. Beautiful. My guy. So, yes, uh, you know, the cap of the hour. Case. Uh, how, uh. How did the the, the the business unfold, and where did the relationship start for Above the Brim? 
Um, well, if you guys don't know, it's my guy Kyle. He is the other half to uh, Above the Brim. Um, me and Kyle know each other since high school. Yeah, yeah, high school. It's probably been like 10 years. Yeah, 10 yeah. years. We've known each other for a very long time. Yeah, awesome. um, Man, we worked at the mall together for a little bit too. I Definitely. worked at uh, Foot Locker and Finish Line. Chic I Shoes. Mean, yep. So. Oh, you guys were jigging out of sheep. Oh <laughs> man, yes. number one seller. Yeah. <laughs> number one seller. You know, um, but yeah, no. Me and Kyle have been friends for a very long time. Um, I remember having a conversation. I think before COVID for sure. Definitely with Kyle, I was like, man, I have this project I've been working on. I need you to be a part of it. Like I, it doesn't work without you, Kyle. And I think um, just. Kyle's support for me. I mean, he's been at multiple watermelon Sundays. Dude's in the highlights. Like, dude got more high. <laughs> I think all my recaps, Kyle's in every single recap I'm of R&B, yeah. watermelon Sunday, ETC, whatever it is. Um, but Kyle, there. yeah, Kyle's just been uh, loyal to the soil, you know. Um, he's been a fan of the shop. He probably has some of the m- mm-hmm. most nostalgic snapbacks that we made. Oh, his collection Definitely. is like ridiculous. Um, yeah. So I just knew I was, you know, working with the right person. I, yeah. You know, when COVID uh, hit and we had to be locked down and the shop closed, that was the first time the shop has ever closed on against his will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I know that the shop can, anything can happen at any time, you know. Yeah. But when you're always in something, you just feel like, Oh, you know, it's not going to ever be broken yeah. Yeah. until it's broke, you know. So um, that moment uh, switched a lot because I couldn't do events. That's like my pivot outside of doing clothes. It's like, oh, I do events though, too. Like, I either do parties or I do clothes. Yeah. And when I couldn't do both, it was like, dang, like, what's going on? You know, what like, I, I got to really figure it out. So I told Kyle about the hat idea, and I was just like, you know hats better than anybody, you know the machine better yeah. than anybody. Maybe to give a little background too, I've been at Lids for almost seven years now. Oh, so I was at Chic for a year, then went to Lids. Um, right now, I manage the South Center store there. Oh, fire! So just you know, legendary Lids yeah, store. Definitely, nice. yeah, it, it goes <laughs> up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's crazy. So you know, just getting at Lids and learning embroidery, I just was really able to turn it into a craft that. I feel like, honestly, I've perfected at this point. I mean, when you're looking for embroidery, there's really no no other place you should go. So, and then, you know, just being in hat, the hats for so long, I've seen it go from the Mitchell and Ness snapback wave to when dad hats popped off and everybody wanted dad hats. I, you know, selling those every year to now to see fitteds where they are, yeah. almost on the same level as sneakers. So, you know, when dad nice. said he had the idea about doing fitteds and, and custom fitteds, I was like, yeah, like, let's go. You know, I'm not the kind of person who's going to have all the ideas and create my own brand. But yeah. when Daz came to me, I'm like, this is this is perfect. Daz's ideas and my execution, like, I felt like we could really make some. No, and, uh, we, and we have. You definitely have. Yeah. yeah. Have, you know, <laughs> so. Whole lot yeah. of ATB. The, shoot, no, the K is one of the sure. best. The basics drop was... I loved working with Hayes on those. He came up with some really nice ideas. So, yeah. yeah Every I love time those. I wear a Mariners uh, inspired ATB uh, 
Cab, uh, someone's always asking me like, "What oh, is yeah. that?" Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, this is this is that exclusive like, <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the boys from the South Sound like, yeah, for sure. This yeah. is yeah. No team has this, be, you know, because these are these are one of a kind. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. um, I literally keep the QR code in the car just in case. I'm just like, if I'm yeah, going in nice. somewhere that's gonna have like <laughs> questions, I'm just gonna yeah, just scan it. Yeah, just hit the QR code. Yep. But no. But yeah, man, I mean, we grew up, uh, like I said, we went to high school together in the whole nine. So I just knew Kyle was the right person. Um, and just, just his knowledge, you know, like, it's, I could think every hat's cool and then put it out there and people be like, yeah, that's not tight, you know. So just from his perspective and him seeing hats every single day, it's just like, mm-hmm. yo, it's really important to have his eye yeah. in terms of, you know, like, yep, he knows if it needs to be puffed or if it needs to be raised or stitch count and the whole nine so um it's been fun you know just working with kyle and him teaching we're at a point now to where like we're working on getting our own machine and stuff so he'll be teaching me how to the skill sets and things so we can you know like double trouble but just since we've been working together people like oh you work with kyle like i heard he's the guy when it comes to (laughs) you're not working with an actual embroidery house yeah and you just need somebody that knows how to do it kyle's probably the only person that like is go goaded in like oh yeah i know how to do that you push the button here lock it here you know so um just his skill sets and then i think just my wild concepts and ideas Definitely. i think it was just a really good mesh and we just wanted to see something different you know mm-hmm. like we've yeah. been in hats for a long time or we i i seen the trend of hats or fitted hats coming back around probably like two or three years before it happened. That's fire. Before we even started seeing any color brims, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, fitted is on its way back. But I was like, people are still doing the same fitted stuff. It's just like, that's one canvas that yeah. is grid locked, you know, because people only know New Era. Yep. And it's crazy. And then New Era only supports, you know, like, obviously all the major league sports, but then the, um, 10% of like brands, maybe less than that, you know? Yeah, so it's just like a few select people have new era accounts. Yeah. Very select. So I already knew going into the game that we were going to have to figure out how to make our own custom hat just because I'm not saying we can't get the new era deal, yeah. but it's going to take time. Like anything does, you know, the color brims and, and all the color custom colors that you see now kind of really put a hurt on brands getting their own deals too. Yeah. Cause everybody's trying to do the team, stuff like this yeah it's, it's all out there so new air is really kind of tightened up on what they're allowing to so not tight <laughs> it's no, not tight not not yeah definitely not with your guys's i i feel like with your guys's track record and what i n- know what the crazy concepts to come in the future that i feel like that'll be a layup I, like I, I mean, I told, or you'll outgrow them, and it won't be it won't even sure. be necessary. Yeah, I told mm-hmm. Kyle yeah, like we were sitting down talking about it. It was like, yo, we'll run this till the wheels fall off. But mm-hmm. you know, my whole thing is to Kyle enjoys his job. Let me not say that. Yeah. But, I do. Yeah, Liz has treated me really well. Yeah, I, I, gotta, I have <laughs> yeah. to preface that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, Kyle being around the shop, being around me, and just the guys in general, like, there's no reason Kyle shouldn't be in like a boutique style because just the way. He dresses the way he presents himself. Nice. Like he's still a salesman, but he's cultured enough to be in the mix of everything and just like, you know, fit in in a way yeah. or stand out in a way to where it's like, oh, dude's super cool. Exactly. You know, like he's always got the thumbs up at the shop. Everybody just don't come to the shop and get the thumbs up. You know, <laughs> Kyle's been had the thumbs up. You know, thank so you, you. Uh, my whole goal is to be able to steal Kyle from out of lids to where <laughs> we'll have our own 
spot in our own embroidery house so where like he'll be able to do all the, the same thing he does now um just on our own account yeah. you know um so that's that's my number one goal is just to be able to build that for um me and kyle but um i me and kyle was talking the other day it was like yo the one thing we'll do is like creative direct for like new era yeah nothing less yeah, yeah. Sure. and they need it nothing they, less uh, and we, we'll still make these same hats we will not make it i don't want no team hat don't give me no team hat there's not even a team i will rock like that exactly you know why i made mm-hmm. these we made these uh mariner flips because i'm not busting down the seattle mariners <laughs> i'm barely busting yeah. down the tacoma hats you yeah. feel me unless it was like unless it's a really cool streetwear brand that we rock with yeah. or a super Dope collaboration. It's like I'm not just busting down the regular decklers, you know. So I will. I'm probably having exclusive stuff. Sports hat addict over here. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't not. That's wear the worst. He got. He got the same uh, Mariners hat in the same color, just with different side hits. Oh, oh yeah. crazy, right? You want to talk about how many navy blue Mariner hats you have with the silver S? It's like insane. How many two tones? Yeah. Oh. I was saying if they uh, if the Mariners when they sh- when you guys reach out, uh, they gotta let you guys do the M. Like if they let you do an M flip, because they don't really make too many M like hats. I was like, if they they gotta let they gotta let you guys do an M and then do whatever you want with it. But yeah, I was cool. just I was thinking that as a, like a concept because like everyone does the S or with this baseball, and I was like. Yeah, like I don't see Daz really touching that as like a concept or yeah. anything like that. Shout out so. the swim team though; they 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 turned up on that one. That was yeah, a perfect was really nice. I wasn't mad at that. That was a, I have one upstairs. That's because I was definitely flip. looking out. I just be looking at the logos and I just be sitting there sometimes. And I was just I just I didn't run away from the S, but I was just like that's just typical. It's typical if you don't do it in the right way. Exactly. And they did it in a really good way to where it was like this is fire. Yeah, I'm not that. Yeah, nah. I didn't know they were do uh, the steel heads. Exactly. Ooh, we do have a we do have more steelhead. It's yeah. funny. Um, we do have a pilot's flip mm-hmm. in the in the works. Yes. In the <laughs> works. You brought that up yesterday. Yeah. I, I, he had the breakdown with the pilots were to everybody in the room. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I rock with the, I rock with minor league teams. Yeah, yeah. So just like aquafrogs, just showing that love. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. So aquafrogs. What's the aqua? The, ever, aqua the aqua socks. Oh, aqua socks. Yeah. What do you say, aqua what? Frogs. Oh, yeah. They're, they're mascots of frogs. Yeah, I can see, I can <laughs> see where you It's a green that. tree frog. <laughs> yeah. frog. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, minor league baseball teams might have some of the fire, most fire-like logos and stuff. So, it's just like, I've always. They have more fun with it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not more as. creative control. Yeah. yeah. So. It's so cut and dry with the MLB. The Rainiers are probably one of the more kept back minor yeah. league teams mm-hmm. for just having the regular R. Like, that's. They're usually one of the most uh, laid back, no no crazy logos for them. Oh, yeah. no. We're going to turn up on them, too. No, I was going to say, yes. they, they, they got to give you that green light. Yeah, exactly. We got, we got a, a Tacoma Tigers hat coming mm-hmm. out. Ooh. Yeah, yeah that's going to be really special. What has uh, been your guys' personal favorite pro- like uh, story that you've told with the hat so far? You want to go first, Kyle? Because I, I mean, I know every story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Probably my f- number one favorite is uh, the K's. The K is first letter of my name. The circle logo with the the original one with the M is one of my favorite Mariner logos. Um, that one was just a lot of fun to work on. I even was able to, the first run of those, I stitched at our stadium store too. So the oh, original fire. run of K's was made at the, the Mar- team shop yeah. across from the Mariners. So that's a cool little detail. 
Um, and if you guys want those in the team store, just let us know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we can. Facts. Yeah, we need the team store deal for sure. Um, yeah, so the case has to be number one. Um, what else? I have the Master P one. Oh, and I, yeah, the G Baby also has to be Top one tier. of my favorites as well. So yeah, those are those are really good. Um, they all mean something to me. That's the only reason I think we put them out. Everyone has to mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, I mean, the very first one I knew we had to. I knew starting a hat brand, we had to come out with a banger. So mm-hmm. the Ali butter float like a butterfly seemed yeah. like a bee. And the funny thing about it is the first one we did was all clip art. We've modified it now to like make it like more personalized and more detailed. But it was like I told Kyle like, yeah, I don't care. We just have to make mm-hmm. it. You know, I didn't have a graphic designer or anything at that moment to yeah. help me make this stuff. So obviously, just starting off with that one, which is you know one of the most sought after. It's a big ones that we have. It's just like the all over butterfly, you know. And I was a little skeptical about it just because I've seen the butterfly, you know, on the mm-hmm. on the whole hats vibes before. Yeah. Um, but I think the concept behind it is just with the with the glove on the side, you know. I think that does it, it slowly it, but surely tells the story. But that just being our first one was um, the good, you know, kickoff for us. Um, one of the most rarest ones is. The is the um, Hercules, yeah. That color, sure. um, I was That's super excited really about true. that because everybody could wear a black hat, everybody could wear a navy hat. There's certain colors hats that people won't even touch if it just you know like that gold that is on the Hercules. If that was a Mariner's S on the gold. People aren't really going to bust that down like exactly. that. So the fact that we were able to make something dope enough on a uncommonly worn colorway. Which is super fire, and then just a silhouette of the muses on the side, and then the Hercules medallion. I mean, I'm a Hercules fanatic, you know, know. so I was really going crazy. And that color might be discontinued, so that's why it won't never come back out, unfortunately, until we manufacture our own colorway. But it was like a metallic gold. That was a really, really nice gold. Yeah. Um, so New York needs to let us know what's up in the warehouse that just discontinued <laughs> items that they're not, you know, running. They just got to let you two just, like, come with your own box and just, like, yeah. fill up a few. Like, hey, you guys ain't doing nothing with these. Oh, you guys gave these to the MOB to just do whatever? You don't need these blanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, right, let's get a few cases of blanks and exactly. just whatever color. Um, but, yeah, so Hercules was a, was a winner for me. Um, obviously, the Ollie... Um, our first two tone was the Outcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was very that was very touching for me to be able to see it come to a, a reality. Um, and honestly, man, it's just it's it's just been fun just making the hats in general. You know, doing being able to do collaborations was fun. So the Richie Rich hat and most of those concepts are concepts that I've had. Yeah. And I've just held on to it, knowing that it's meant for something else. Um, so yeah, it just, it just happened to all work out, you know? So, um, they said we haven't dropped a dud yet. I don't want to believe it, but no, you haven't. I look, I, I, I've, I've saw the, like, I, I see the catalog and I'm like, oh, they're all bangers. And they're all, they're all stories that like, oh, this make like, why isn't this like, it, once I see it, I'm like. It oh. makes so much fucking sense. Like Bruce Lee is definitely a slept oh, yeah. on one. Yeah, top that's tier. The, that's the top, tier. top tier. Yeah, that's the yeah okay. with the with really the good. nunchucks on the back. I Bruce mean, Lee was my first cop. Kyle got the oh, model in that one too, so I yeah. was like, yeah, my first, guy Kyle. 
uh, put him out there too. He be trying to be behind the scenes. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta be out there, you know. Yeah. Um, it's definitely so, a heck of a two to start too with the Ali first and then the Bruce Lee. Yeah. Two legends just right off the rip. And then people were sweating me for the Coach Carter. Yeah, that Still one got too. It. Yeah. yeah. Nice our our goal is to go through the whole alphabet, and we yeah. pretty much have already was, got Waterboy was that was our fun. first brown hat. Mm-hmm. Um, what was our first uh, fully custom hat? Oh, like with all. This our designed dark. logos, doggy style. Yeah, was probably yeah, that first style. That's the one custom. I. That yeah. that was the first one. I was like, nah, maybe it won't sell out so quick because I bought. Um, you dropped two that day. Um, doggy style. I think it was that in the Bruce Lee. Yeah, I bought I the Bruce so. Lee, and I was like, all right, I'm a I'm gonna see if I can get the doggy style afterwards. And I was like, it's still it still evades me to this day. Yeah. It's the I got A through. F right now. Okay, that's pretty. I good. got hella that's B's solid. right now. Yeah, yeah. The basics. Yeah, But yeah, that's our whole goal is to get through the whole alphabet, mm-hmm. and we're 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 slowly but surely getting yeah. through it. I think we're definitely halfway. I think we've already we dropped over twenty plus hats yeah. in less than a year and a half. I don't know. If, I think there's less than ten left, probably. Yeah, yeah. I got just like the weird, list, but like the weird letters, you yeah. know, like Z, Z Y, <laughs> X. But I got. Bangers for all of them, though. <laughs> not even tripping. We, act, we actually have an X hat coming out this year. Yeah, that'll be this year. Yeah. Um, we'll mess around and drop the the Y hat, too, just because we were talking about it the other mm-hmm. day, and it was just kind of like, that's just kind of saucy. But, um, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, we get through the whole alphabet. Once we get through the whole alphabet, then I'll be on some, like, okay, we're restocking everything now because, it's like, yo, 26 different styles of hats. Crazy. Restocking, you know, is like all original stories, all references mm-hmm, that you yeah. like understand and pull from, and like, like I like I thoroughly love how you guys have like teamed up and really like from concept to stitching to placements. Like I love everything about you guys creating this like signature. Like there's no like having an ATB on and no one else having the same hat, mm-hmm. but you get more compliments with every than everyone else in the hat and like going into <laughs> clubs. Sure. And they're like, oh, take your hat off, take your hat off. And then they see the ATB and they'll just, like, let you walk in. <laughs> like, like, I've been in that situation with yeah. Tavares where, like, uh, I walked in with the Bruce Lee joint and, like, I just got in. And Tavares is outside arguing with someone. I think this is, like, he's just wearing a regular Mariners hat. And he's out there. It's like. <laughs> I, I think I had the. Uh, no, I had um, I had the B. Hayes uh, Basics uh, trucker. Oh, yeah. Black, there you go. Um, Black and silver. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, nah, bro, you can't get in here with a hat. And he's like, look at everybody in here with hats. How you not go? And he came in hot. Wow. So just just having that feeling of like. You know our motto. Uh, stay ahead. Stay ahead. You got to stay ahead, man. You, and I feel like. ATV I, on, you're already ahead of the game. That's facts. I feel like yeah. it shows. It shows in the like the she response. ATV that day. Here and out of town. Yeah, I feel you'll like be rocking out of town. I really love. I I really mm-hmm. love that we've got orders from out of town. There's people from Cali and New York that have caught from us, you know. And that's our yeah. biggest goal: moving past getting through the whole alphabet. It's just like once we can do something in New York and get the respect from like the mecca of where hats really come from, at least fit it. Yeah, it's just like and we got some things in the work. Shout out to Queens. We got to do some stuff mm-hmm. with some people from Queens. Fire. Um, but yeah, just to be able to you know. I, I already know we're going to get our hats in stores, so I'm not really too worried about that. But just to get that respect from the East Coast, um, because I, you, people don't think about hats on the West, West not, Coast. Not like that. Like that. And if you do, yeah, you think about much. California, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like I'm trying to go out there and be like, yeah, we make hats. Yeah, you know, like Top-tier hats. Top-tier hats, you know. So we're trying to be the, <laughs> the black era, you know, just because – 
it's a canvas that's not used that so many people want to use. There's so many like snapback or trucker hat or dad hat brands out there. And it's like, they probably make all those based off of not being able to have access to a fitted hat. Yeah. So we want to sure. be able to be the wholesaler for brands like basic groovy tapes, you know, anybody that wants to use the canvas of yeah. our blank one that we have made, you know, like, yep. New era doesn't want to serve only wants to serve one out of 10. Okay. We'll serve the nine. Yeah. You know, so that's that's our ultimate goal is just be able to be obviously a retailer, but just a wholesaler of the actual blank because it's like it's crazy that it's a canvas that is easier to sell than most canvases. Exactly. You know, you don't have to put I'm not the greatest designer, so making the whole T shirt is a lot different than making the hat because you only have so much real estate yeah. to use. And it's just like if you play it smart, all you need is a letter. That signifies something, and then after that, you just give you know, around minor details, you know. So mm -hmm. that's amazing. I gotta, I have to. What's some of your guys' favorite hats? I don't know. Uh, fuck. You've well, see, because so of Corey, many. right? See, the Coach Carter is my top often. three. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the one I, I wear it often because I no one else really has it that I like in my circle. So like I can get that fit off and go. never match. Uh <laughs> the meteor uh the meteor man, cause it's like the, with it's, the glow in the dark. Yeah. And the ref like the ref from the reference, yeah. uh the back asteroid, I was like I was just wearing it, I think, uh on yesterday's pod. I was like, it's one of those ones where it's like I won't see that one often unless no, I'm in the room not. with blues. And the funny story about that real quick is just like, I don't know about you, but do you remember um, Up, Up, and Away? Yes. Yeah. Which was the Disney Channel black superhero movie yes. that they put out. If I would have made, that was the original concept, but I knew people weren't going to really, either a Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, or Disney, and that's not one of the Disney Channel movies that, movies you're just like, oh yeah, I just know that one. Yeah. You have to really be like, Oh, I watch Disney Channel movies, you know, so. But Robert Townsend is the one that made that. He directed and uh, yeah. wrote that, so I just brought it way back to his origin of Meteor Man. Um, and it was also dropped with Major Pain. Yes, right. another banger. Right. Double limbs, and both of those were shot in the DMV. So just like a lot of history, it's just like, yo, we want to tell fire. a story with the hat. You know, you shouldn't buy a hat and be like, oh, what, what does it mean? You're like, I don't know, Seattle? You know, like, we want to make sure there's a, a true story. You understand um, it through and through. Yeah, I have people from D.C. like, oh, how'd you know about this? Like, this is <laughs> near and dear to the heart, you know? So just, like, once you get calls or comments like that on the pieces, it just hits home, like, totally different, so. No, I feel like the, the references and what, I feel like even what you specifically add to it, because there's, like, when you're doing Coach Carter, there's so many things that you can, like putting on it, even the mm -hmm. Titans. There's there's so many like ways you can go. All right, do I want to flip it this way or flip it that way? I feel like you guys execute with placements, like the the full storytelling with, and then leaving more room for like the the impactful moments in the movie or the reference. Mm -hmm. But being able to be like, all right, it's not. It doesn't take too much out of like the hat or just yeah. take too much away from it. So yeah, really, a lot of the the patch, you know, place work. We're kind of keeping the same original theme as like MLB hats, but yeah. just switching up what's there instead of sports logos. It's, you know, 
everything based off of whatever story we're trying to tell. Yeah. So that way, you know, people who are wearing fitteds already and used to sport hats, they can still kind of relate to them because they have kind of the same theme, the same look. Yeah. It's not like they're wearing a totally different theme. It's just not sports. We're, you know, we're, we're deepened down into like dad said, the nostalgia and yeah. everything. So it, it's worked out pretty well. Nah, this is amazing. Best, best hat company in America. Soon the world. Uh, I don't know who rivals it. It's probably just New Era because they own the factory. Yeah, because, I mean, our hats are made in the United States. New Era doesn't make mm. their hats in the United States anymore. Oh, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's been almost. They shut down the Buffalo place in, like, tw- yeah, 2017 or so. Yeah. They stopped making them in Buffalo. The only best hat company in America. The only play, the only new air hats that are made in the USA are the ones that the players are wearing on the field. They're yeah. the only ones that get the USA ones. Yeah. So that's you know people are like man sixty five dollars seventy bucks it's like come on now it's that that's easy it's, it's that Ford you feel me you know yeah, we're not we're exactly. not not Volvo also we're, you, made, in, we're made in America you, you know, know and you mean? you might as well get it while it's that price because like you know you, you know the, the references and the the, the craftsmanship it can yeah. get up it on you at any no, time for sure. <laughs> yeah. and our goal is to never like there's people that been selling like a hundred dollar fitted hats. And it's like I'd rather somebody buy five, sixty-five dollars, seventy-dollar mm-hmm. fitted hats than buy one fitted hat from you in the year. So just yeah, like, you know, sure. our goal is to not get more than you know an eighty-buck hat unless it's like a collaboration or a whole package deal. Like we got an anniversary, our two-year anniversary set is going to be a two hundred dollars set. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be like I'm in there, no, when you see it, you'll be like, you'll be like, ah, okay, it makes. I'm giving. It, it didn't. I don't have this. It, it I'm giving the money. It, in the most expensive hat that we sold was ninety five dollars, which was the Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, that was ninety five after tax. Come on, um, it's in the name though. You know the Richie yeah. Rich hat, but we had the magazine in there. We had the cool box that came with it, which was a jewelry box. Um, we had some fake jewels in there, so we try to, you know, on the regular, we'll just go get you the hat, but. You know, when we do something special with a with a uh, collaboration or a team, we want to just give it the extra umph so it doesn't feel like you're just getting the hat that you usually get on on the regular. You know, so um. I wanted to um, before we leave talking about hats, I wanted to ask you how'd you or what made you start coming up with um, designs to help local businesses? Because like that's the the first official Daz hat I own was uh, the Daz deal. Yeah, the beefy yeah. burger. That was the first. Yeah. Uh, that's cool so to uh, just have that like building up businesses like where did that come from um so yeah i mean i've always had this thing at etc where it's a daz deal mill you know like or my bad it's just a daz deal which is me just trying to show love you know like students get 20 percent off we still do the first finch wednesdays um i'm just i'm just a deal guy you know yeah. those out there but um being in the company with etc i've i've i understand the hurdles that we run into in terms of trying to help everybody, you know, everybody will, everything local probably will want a collaboration, you know, in some, in some shape, form or fashion. And there's levels to it to where like, it just doesn't always make sense. That's just business at the end of the day, nothing personal with hats. I was very stern on like, yo, I'm not doing anything besides fitted in terms of doing collaborations. That's where I was like, okay, I'll I'll ease up a little bit and we can like make it make sense based off of what is being done. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just doing a little bit of research history. I mean, hats are everywhere. We 
And I don't think people really realize it. First of all, you have to wear a hat in most food industries. Facts. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you graduate, you're wearing a hat. When you get drafted, you're wearing a hat. You know, so hats are everywhere. Yeah. So once we realize that there's there's not a lot of small restaurant or businesses that have things that are tangible outside mm-hmm. of their their product, which is like a meal or something. Yeah. Um and that's not that's not that's not really beneficial to the business because after I eat the burger, the last I'm thing I'm thinking about is the burger exactly. at that point. You know what I'm saying? Um and once I seen that void and I seen that, oh, okay, we can use this as a platform to help small businesses, you know. Um, name a local uh, restaurant out here. Communion. So it's like, yeah, we'll make a C-hat for communion. Whatever side hit, and it's like, okay, now we'll use that to push people to that business yeah. and things of that nature. So I was just going hard for Beefy Burgers. Um, like Frisco Freeze is nostalgic f- for sure, but they're also at a point to where, like, let me not speak out of place. I'm assuming <laughs> that, you know, they're at a point now to where like they don't they don't see like the community like the community sees them. Yeah. Because like we've been here forever. Mm-hmm. We just do we just do what we do. We flip burgers and stuff. And exactly. it's like Beefy Burger was in a place of trying to grow their business and me supporting them and just them actually having quality food. Not saying that Frisco's doesn't, but just them having quality food and the timing on getting your food was just quicker. It was just like Rock, rock with this energy you yeah. know what I'm saying so I'll, when the pandemic hit um I was I approached them honestly I had a whole presentation and I was like I want to do this for you guys I mean I created the, the commercial from scratch um the whole concept idea um and all they did was just give me the thumbs up to push everything. Oh, um, but I just realized that we can help small bring awareness to small businesses by making a hat. Because like telling a small business to try to order shirts is totally difficult. Like people just put stuff on shirts, they don't understand how like how tedious that process can be. Because yeah. like, first of all, there's five different sizes for the most case. There might be people that are bigger than the five normal sizes. So you got to order and all types of other stuff. It's just like, it can be very complicated. But yeah. a trucker hat, like, one size fits most, Easy. you know. Yeah. So just, and it's like, yo, I'm not wearing the fresh fitted in the grease trap back there while making fries and stuff. Exactly. And it was more nostalgic to have a trucker hat and the whole nine. So once I figured out that we can use trucker hats or just any other hat outside of a fitted to help bring awareness to those small businesses. So what we do is we'll have a pop up like the one day or something pop up. Yeah. We'll sell the hats out. Only get a certain amount. So they'll eventually sell out. And then when they do, I will allow the business to order more hats from us. We'll produce the hats for them and then we'll give it to them and people will never be able to get it from us. Yeah. They have to go to that business to go get that hat. And that's the tangible product that they now have because of it so um just because you have to wear hats in the food industry i just thought it is a very seamless correlation between the two um we our goal is to do six this year we have one coming out in february okay um i don't know should i say why not let's break a little bit of news yeah so only oatmeal is a black-owned woman-operated business um point rustin they're down there at the market um, she makes oatmeal. I mean, she makes cookies with oatmeal base, so it's not dough. Um, Ooh. and they're fire, mm-hmm. absolutely fire. 
I like, need to go see. I need to it's, go get some it's, it's crack, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going way too crazy. They're gluten free and um, vegan too. So okay, um, try to always be on the health tip. You know, I did the beefy burger, junk, but there's also the Impossible Burger too. So people that don't eat meat were at were able to get, able to get something as well. You know, so I'm always trying to do stuff like that. But um, yeah, only oatmeal would be our February. Um, I want to do more. Mm-hmm. Women operated businesses in general, just because that's where everything started for me was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I want to be able to do a lot of restaurants. You know, like the fish house is on our list, just because it's, okay. it's nostalgic. Like, why not have the royal blue f hat with the? I still have never been, but you I, know, like they're just you know, and I think it will just bring a a certain excitement, and it's a it's an easier way to market for these businesses, you know, because businesses be like, oh yeah, we need help with our Instagram or Facebook and marketing. It's like, yeah, that's a tedious job. That's not no like, oh, all you gotta do is this and that. It's yeah. like, but when you come up with a and uh, uh, some, something, something uh, tangible, yeah, something yeah. tangible or a project or some type of like drive to um the business, yeah. I think that has a longer lasting um, effect than a post. Yeah. You know, there's people that still have the keychain. Facts. You know, Kyle got, yeah, so we did the keychain, which was still based off of our movies. <laughs> and this fell off. Yeah, <laughs> which is still based off of our uh, movies and nostalgia because if you know, uh, Pulp Fiction, the Big Kahuna Burger, yeah. they had the yellow hotel keychain, John. So that's what, you know, we're still correlating the whole storyline and everything too, you know, so... Um, but, yeah, our goal is to work with as many restaurants and businesses that make sense. Uh, we did a benefit half for Lucky Pennies. Yeah. Um, I go get tea yeah, from her, awesome. like, on the regular. And we did a dad hat for that because it doesn't make sense with her being in the fitted or exactly. being in a trucker hat, you know. <laughs> um, so we were able to make um, a, a hat to benefit. She was broken into. Um, and, oh, you man. know, the downtown has to support downtown, and small businesses have to support small businesses. Yeah. So, if we can use our platform to do stuff like that, like that could be 50% of our business and I'm not tripping, you know, cause our goal is to give back to those businesses more than exactly. takes. Like we, we make our little coins on the first drop release and yeah. then like, yo, whenever you guys want to put in an order for more hats, that's all you guys, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be um, on your own dime. Yeah. Exactly. So that's beautiful. Um, that's our goal is just to be able to highlight these small businesses and give them something tangible outside of a t-shirt. We have so many t-shirts. Yeah. And hats know. are so easy. Like, I think about like um, like corner stores and like other cities. Like there's always like a little hat rack oh, for sure. everywhere. So like mm-hmm. I think about like oh you're more than likely and especially if it's like twenty five thirty bucks. All right, here's like all right thirty five dollars drink plus I have a hat that I'm just free branding. But yeah. it's always good because if it's like a if it's food you rep it no matter what. Like sure. I've been mm-hmm. tweeting and talking about communion and posting about communion with no sort of affiliation besides the food is smacking exactly. yeah. the drinks are smacking and the vibe is smacking yeah go eat a community uh exactly. <laughs> but like but that like somebody see you in the community had like that's kind of fire exactly my, bro, I need that? it. Oh, that's what we're at community you, you know like, go check my guy it just hit, it hits totally different mm-hmm. um and that that was our whole goal is just to be able to utilize that um because like I said, some people like once you eat the food for the most part after talking about it, I don't got nothing left. But I always have the beefy burger. Exactly, hat. and people bring it up for you. So yeah. that's a fact. I have to give this a round of applause. So I was beautiful. <laughs> I love every <laughs> time. Every time. <laughs> it's only like he was yeah. smacked yesterday. So I like I'm I'm really like. 
No, listen here. Look, look, before, no, before, that's that's part we of wrap it. Wrap this old big old present uh, with a with a motherfucking bow on top. Um, listeners and viewers, it's important uh, to showcase our selfless community Come on. Uh, leaders um, who continue to build bridges, who continue to curate some of the coolest shit um, around town. And uh, this is a special treat for you guys. I hope you guys been listening. Um, and really uh, understanding the history uh, behind um, everything. Uh, We're going crazy, brazy, azy. You guys got a special (laughs) one this week. This is like, you know, longest pod in a while, Um, but no no skin off the bones because this is special. This is a special moment for us uh, for uh, for having, you know, individuals like y'all to show us true nice. love um, in spaces. And, you know, it's only right for you guys to come through and um, really sit in the talk your shit corner and talk that mess because uh, it's important. Yeah. This yeah. is actually my first podcast, too. So come on, let's go. Was, we were starting. Got to get my gun on podcast. It was inevitable. You know, yes. I call I call Corey like, uh, I don't know what we're about to be talking about, but I'm bringing Kyle. <laughs> he was like, oh, no, that's, that's, that's all good, yeah. you know. So I wouldn't want to talk about the hats without having Kyle here because he's a super big part of it. And like I said, he supports me in everything I do. Like I said, the events, he's always there, you know. Um, the shop, he's been there, you know. So big shout-outs to Kyle. It's the, it's the come away. We support each other. Yeah, and Foss Falcon. It's, it's the Falcon it's Pride. Kind of Foss yeah, Falcon Pride, too. Falcon. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, but I'm gonna ask since you usually ask. Uh, before we get out of here, do you mm-hmm. guys have anything else that you want to talk about as far as like personal things coming out or anything you want to plug? As, you know. Yeah. I mean, you want to go first? I'm talking about TS. You you, know? you go, yeah. If you need embroidery, I'm at South Center Lids. Um, and uh, buy ATV. That's really all I got going on. So yeah. just su- just support support. Come shout, on. shout out to Kyle. Um. Yeah, a couple of things. Obviously, you know, always going to push the shop. Make sure you guys check us out at ETC Tacoma, 116 South 9th Street, Tacoma, Washington, 98402. Um, we will have some more events going on. We actually got an event going on tonight. My guy Joshua doing a listening party yeah. in the shop. So that's where we're heading next. I don't know. This will already be aired after all that happens. But um, we got a lot of stuff planned for at the shop. Um, more hats dropping. We're trying to drop at least two a month for the most part, but mm-hmm. um, the Daz Deal Mill will be in February. Um, Come on. I'm dropping a collaboration hat with yes, my guy Neon Dion nice. for uh, Black History Month. Um, if you guys don't know about Neon Dion, I'm going to get him on here for you guys one oh, of these days. Just because yeah, he, he's, be he's been guess. a big um, green bottom. Um, <laughs> that, um, that might is that the first green bottom too? Yeah, it's our yeah, first, it's the first green bottom. Gonna no, we're going, we're going yeah. to dip into the green bottoms. We're not doing no color bottoms. Don't ask us no, for that. No, no. Gray or green, <laughs> not those are keep it double G. Um, but that's that. Um, since we brought up the R and B party, Juneteenth will be kicking off the yes. the R and B yes. rooftop party. Um, July third, watermelon Sunday. Come on, um, yes. just because I'm there. Yeah, you guys haven't been been to one yet. No, it's not no. the same energy yeah. at the R and B. I tell you that right now. Yeah, um, it's still a vibe. I know it's still I oh, it's, it. a, it's, it's a vibe nonetheless. It's, it's um, so I'm I'm excited for you guys to be able to check out. This is the first time we'll have it before 
4th of July. We've always had it the week after 4th of July, so I'm mm-hmm. super excited. So that's why we're going to have an after party, just keep the night rolling. Oh, that's And my um, birthday is the, right literally before. the day before, so it's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, it all yeah, good. Yeah, it's all good. You got you know? three days of fun lined exactly. up right now. <laughs> you know, we got the watermelon Sunday hat coming out this year, too. Oh, yeah, be I don't know if people really seen that last year. We only made samples. Yeah, um, very select few. Very select few. Um, I did see it. Bucket bucket hats too, you know, to take it back. Seeing the bucket. Um, But yeah, um, you know, I'm just going to stick to my bread and butter. The summertime's my vibe, so I'll bring all the events back in summertime. So June, July, I got you guys. Come on. Um, Hats continuously dropping. Um, Make sure you guys check out Only Oatmail. Um, Check out ETC. Follow us. Obviously, follow us at ATB Headwear. Yeah. Yeah. And just to give a quick snippet, ATB Headwear's logo is a a homage to Spike Lee. Spike Lee has changed the culture, not just for movies and other cultural things, but for hats as well. This red hat that I wear is a symbol of him breaking the color barrier for hats. There was no, you only get your team color hat back in the day. There was no like baby blue mariners hat or pink anything you know it's like yeah. whatever your team color is that's what you had um spike lee wore asked for a personalized red yankees hat to wear in the 1994 uh world series when they played the atlanta braves they just won this past year so that's why it's kind of that's fire. Know, fire but um he was the one that broke the color barrier on fitted hats so this is the one i bust down all the time um, I stripped the Y out of it because I'm not from New York, but yeah. I keep it neutral. You Come know, on. The end for neutral, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just to get that little tidbit because people look at the logo and don't, you know, it's the 40 acres and the mule flipped, literally. Yeah. It's flipped. Like, <laughs> might be one of the coldest flips just yeah, on some, like, shield so. vibe, yeah, exactly. you know. But um, just wanted to pay homage to that. We're not trying to steal or take nothing. We're just uh, trying to tell a story mm-hmm. in a cool way. Um, Prophesize the collab. You know, so um, we're going to get him – We'll get him one of those soon. But, um, yeah, I appreciate you guys for having us on here. You know, Absolutely. like I said. Yeah, thank you very much. Shout out ATB. Shout out ETC. Everything. Shout out Groovy Tapes. Shout out thank Groovy you. Tapes. Um, yes, sir. You know, hats coming into store soon. Ooh. I didn't mean to switch it up or like that. No, no, no. I'm, able, I'm excited. Yeah, you'll be able to get some restocks. We're not going to drop any new stuff for the most part. We're going to drop restocks I need the in restocks. certain stores, uh, north and south. Okay. There might be more Definitely. north stores for sure than south stores, but uh, slowly but surely you guys will just be able to get your hands on ATB in a couple different yeah. spots right now. All you people constantly asking me where I get my hats from, I can now direct you to a store that you can look just like oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Stay ahead. <laughs> Stay ahead and put your thinking cap on. Come on. So, um, uh, but I'll let Tavares actually show off what we dropped off to you guys, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to. No, see. please. Uh, It'll come out. No, I, I just got the blessing, so I'll definitely do it. It's a special day. Uh, this this way, right here. Yeah, yeah. This right here. Yeah. Um, this. Uh, I do it. Do I have a ATB exclusive for? I think it's. Is it this? One? <laughs> nope, that's the last one. They're laughing. They're laughing at me right now. I hit the it's wrong okay, button. But this this beautiful piece of uh, artwork right here is uh, our second. No, no this, this is our first. This is our first collaboration. Okay, yeah. Our first official Excuse collaboration. Us. We had someone, we had already designed something, but this is our first official collaboration. 
and uh, history may show you guys remember this. Hopefully, O'Doyle. We got to teach him a little more. I know. I gave away uh, so many of those shirts just because it was such a slept-on idea. But I'm glad. I'm glad I, I I gave it to the right person who like loved it and like wanted to do more with it and oh, really bring it so back nice. in in a real way. Um, I thought about re-releasing the the shirts with it, but I think that the hats, like if you have the shirt to match the hat, you know you're a special person because yeah. Yeah, I, I gave like so many of them away where I was just like, you know, uh, they're, they're, for someone, uh, there is an XL at ETC. There, it, was, it was given to a, a special person, but he has too many T-shirts, so Back. it's still there. So <laughs> uh, pull up on Daz, you, you know, you might get it thrown in the bag you just, just for some love. Like, uh, Facts. Just mention, just mention this. If you make it this far, yeah, definitely mention groovy this. tapes, and, and you, then you might get the groovy tea. You know, you it's go. easy. Uh, this is amazing. Like, uh, just just seeing it on your head and just, like, our text messages back and forth. Like, this is, like, us as a team, we had to, like, really sit back and be like, fuck, this is, a, this is such a major accomplishment for uh, to have a brand like you guys, outside of just how we uh, vibe and just fuck with each other in general. But branding and just, like... S- uh, adding your baby and our baby together to like create something cool um, is amazing to me, and I like I love it, and like it'll probably be my daily until I start getting it dirty and I gotta tuck it away. Um, yeah. Thank you, truly. I got I got to start with a thank you because no problem. You know yeah, you came to us with guys. it. Yeah, thank you. Um, like, I'm pulling up on everybody. Like come on, <laughs> the collab was good. Yeah. I'm was trying to good. do. I'm trying to collab with a trying to do. More podcast merch collab. So if you run a podcast and you don't got a merchandise, let's let's do something where we can Buffalo eat off some t-shirts or you know something like that. Because you guys are not trying to have us on, so we at least do some merch. Not for sure. <laughs> Why not? And shout out to the ATB community. Come on, there, or yeah, just shout absolutely. to the community in general that's continuously supporting the community. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm a Tacoma boy through and through. You know, so just to see people that I grew up with still supporting. You know. We're nothing without them guys supporting us at the end of the day. So, big shout outs to them. You know, it's beautiful. You got to show them the sweatband on that oh, one yeah. too. And the, and the back hit too. Yes, yes. Don't uh, don't drop your coins. Yeah, mm. especially around me. <laughs> don't drop the dun- don't drop the dun- <laughs> uh, You know, and then the good. Ooh. Wow. It's not often we use new eras, but you know when we have them, we use them. Yeah. But we're usually on our custom fitted hats made at the USA, the whole nine. So, um, yeah, most of our colored, different colored hats are all custom because mm-hmm. new era don't do that. You know, through don't and through. That. So, but hit us up though. Man, you've been grooving with the South. This is KWJT. We got Daz, Kyle, Koi, Solana, Corey. <laughs>